Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now joined by Kevin McPherson, betting on his hoop scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. You know, Kevin, this past Saturday night had to be kind of an interesting, maybe a little bit of a tricky situation uh, for Eric Musselman. He had some unofficials in, and uh, most times or not, they take him to the football games. That was not exactly the happiest crowd in Reynolds Razorback Stadium, and you're wondering, now, guys, don't worry about it. The crowd gets a little upset now and then. Uh, fourth and nine, and they call for a running play, and you hear a spatter yeah. of boos in the crowd. Uh, don't let that affect you, though. Don't don't think about that. Is that kind of tricky at times, you would think, for Coach Musselman and and uh, having in, whether it be official or unofficial visits and, and having them at the ball game? Well, you never know what's going through a prospect's mind, uh, especially play that plays a different sport. But they, you know, if they're they, you know they're there with their families, um, you know, they know that part of the atmosphere at the at the school that you're looking at is going to, you know. But I think fan bases. It's not just Arkansas. I think most folks know that, um, you know, the fans can. There'll be some fans are going to boo at times uh, in, in a situation. Now, having said that, would you rather, you know, everybody be on board with with a with a you know a happy crowd? Of course. You also had the fact that two of the three visitors, their family, they, they had family ties to uh, Missouri State, which I thought was interesting. You know, um, Jalen Shelley, six seven wing, um, out of Frisco, Texas. His brother was the quarterback uh, for 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 Missouri yeah. State, Jason Shelley. Um, you had Dallas Thomas, Dallas Slim Thomas out of Little Rock Parkview. His dad played basketball. I guess when he played there, it might have still been Southwest Missouri State, but it's the same school. It's the Bears, Missouri State Bears. You know, when they changed the name, but it's the same place. So, uh, but so you had you had ties uh, with some of those visitors to the to the visiting team as it was. Um, you know, so I don't know if I answered your question, Randy. I, I think well, it means I they should have been happy because they it was a competitive game. Arkansas won; they're happy with that. But their team played good too, so they should have been happy, right? Well, that's true. But I think when you're when you're talking about how fans react and, and yeah. players taking that in, I, I think there's some validity there, but potentially. But I don't think it's the you know I don't think it's necessarily a big negative. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Uh, and I well, think you hear, you hear all on, the time. All these great Arkansas fans, oh, they love us, and oh, they, you know, they go on and on about, you know, the 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 Razorback Nation. Well, now all of a sudden now you're hearing the Razorback Nation booing. They only booed once, Randy. That was on that one play. That's the only time they booed. And Arkansas, the crowd noise was enormous. Gino Bell was saying the field was shaking as Arkansas had the punt return for a touchdown and so you, you forget that. Well, that's a great – okay, that's a happy moment that's when you're right. running back a punt return exactly. for a touchdown. Well, that's what those guys are going to remember. They're not going to remember the cost they booed on one play. You know, guys, it, it, it's interesting just talking real quick about the football team. They're 3-0, and yeah. and they've had some double-digit wins, but they've had some fourth-quarter and second-half adversity in every one of these games. And they've answered them uh, well. if you go back even to the Cincinnati game, that mm-hmm. Cincinnati had a big third quarter and got right back in it. Yeah. Uh, of course, we know South Carolina trailed by five in the fourth quarter. 
and Arkansas, you know, scored 23 fourth quarter points in that game, and they scored 21 unanswered after yeah. falling behind by 10 in the fourth quarter. So, just That's one right. thing to say: if you're if you're in the all games or at home, so if you're a, a, a recruit, whether you're there for football or basketball, there are going to be some times where your stadium gets quiet if you're in some sure. close games. Sure. Uh, and, and you're facing some adversity. So that's, you know, that's something that's been kind of a, on repeat here these last few weeks. The biggest thing, Randy, is don't let them look at social media when a bad play happens. Oh, yeah. that, that's that's a lot worse than yeah. doing in the stadium. Yeah. Take yeah. your phones away from them. That way you can look right. at the social media. That's right. The, the, the one you name your phone I before mention, you go in the stadium. Huh. Yeah. Guys, the one name I did mention, I talked about Jalen Shelley. Talked about Dallas Slim Thomas. Another visitor there was David Castillo, five-star, top-ten guy out of Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Both he and Dallas Thomas visited together on unofficial visits last year in September when Arkansas beat Texas. And Castillo picked up his Arkansas offer inside Razorback, Reynolds Razorback Stadium during that oh, game. wow. How cool. And, and so they're friends. They decided to take their unofficials again this year together. Um, so, you know, there was a part of that, what we were just talking about, that I had left out. Uh, so you had three visitors. Now, the, the other interesting part was who didn't visit. We knew that they followed the five-star class of 2023 now, priority recruit, top 15 guy, five-star, his cousin and teammate, Asani Diop, 610, ESPN ranks him number 57. They were scheduled for their official visit this past weekend. And we reported last week that they have reset those official visit dates. I wrote a story about the uh, talk to their coach and mentor and guardian who said now they're looking at that Alabama weekend and set that as the visit date. And that's uh, September 30th is that Friday. The, obviously, the game's on Saturday, October 1st. And then, I guess, Sunday, if they wrap up the official visit, that'd be the second. So that's where that has shifted a couple of weeks out. I actually mentioned a few weeks ago when we talked about it, that official date, the first one, the 16th to the 18th, to keep an eye on that Alabama game date in case anything changed. Because there's a, a lot of time this time of year, when these, especially when these guys are in their senior year and they're about to make a decision maybe, uh, they set up as many of the visits as they can with the, with the hope at this time of year with the hope that they'd be maybe ready to sign during the early period. And a lot of times what happens is if they back out of a visit or if they – some things can change. And so I, one of the reasons why I said always kind of keep an eye on that Alabama weekend, because after Alabama, Arkansas goes back is on the road after that yeah. for a while. Yeah. You know, month. obviously they're going to be out of town this next weekend. Uh, for, you know, I guess they still call it the Southwest classic against Texas A&M. Uh, but, but then they're back home one more weekend and then they're back then they're on the road for a while. So that's when, when they fall and the sunny D upper coming in is that Alabama game weekend. Good reason to. I, I would like to watch that game too, which I will be there. Let's talk to JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you, Kevin. First of all, I want to apologize for using your time for the football, but I'll try to be quick here. Uh, guys, I heard <laughs> Savage was talking about um, um, uh, the backup quarterback Horns Malik Horns playing, and 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 I know that Coach Pittman said we would see a lot of them. But let's let's kind of proceed with caution. You think that Coach Pittman is thinking, now if I get one of these guys hurt, I'm one play away from my other backup. Now, do we feel comfortable with a, a Renfro or whoever is backing up behind them? Cade Ford. And so maybe he's thinking, maybe he's thinking, you know what, I'm going to have to walk this back a little bit because if Hornsby get, get hurt, then KJ, we're playing in the SEC, guys, 
you're gonna get banged up, and you're gonna need you're gonna need uh, Hornsby to come in sometime during this year. And if if he's laid up, or if if KJ's laid up, and Hornsby gets hurt, we may have some problems, guys. So I'm I'm just thinking maybe that's what he's thinking about by not playing him as much. You got to be point, thinking Joe, that. Yeah. I, the thing about it is, the one, the one thing you don't want to do is have him run crossing patterns over the middle and throw to him there. That, that's where a guy can really get belted. So that could be part of the thinking process. But I, I do think, I think as Trey Biddy pointed out, I think we'll see him a little bit more Saturday. No, I, I'm not going to say we're going to see him 15 snaps, but I'll bet we'll see him a little bit more. And I think you can see him as much in a decoy role as anything. Yeah. And that may be part of that. Uh, Again, to, to protect him a little bit, but he came in on, I can't remember if it was second and goal or I can't remember uh, the exact situation. As far as I know, he only played one snap. Yeah, the first, it was first and goal at the one, and then Arkansas first and goal fumbled from, okay. on that play. Yeah, he yeah. was split out on that play. Yeah, well, thing is, uh, he is fast, and you're right, he's a great decoy. Isn't it interesting, as few plays as he's played, when he comes in the game, everybody on the defense knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, okay, that's the guy that's faster than everybody else. Yeah, well, they, if you watched, and these teams have uh, I'm sure watched tape of the uh, Outback Bowl, and they saw what kind yeah. of speed he possessed, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, they, they definitely say, that's him, that's him, number four, that's him, that's him. Um, Kevin, we always have to ask this question because we could ask this question. So we'll go ahead and ask it. Decision time on some of these young men. You talked about uh, Fall and, and his cousin. Uh, potentially, could they be making a decision on that October 1st uh, Alabama game? Um, you mentioned Costello and you got Dallas Thomas. I love Dallas Thomas, by the way. Uh, yeah. Decision time. When are, you, when are you seeing some of these young men making a decision? Well, you know, for 2023, I think those are the guys we may start seeing making decisions because of that early period. You know, it's interesting because Fall and Diop are scheduled to be back in Arkansas and Fort Smith in November uh, because their accelerated schools team in, out of Denver is going to be playing in a, in a showcase event at the new arena there at Fort Smith Northside where the Grizzlies play at their home game. So, they're part of a 10-team, you know, five games in one day on a Saturday in November. It's kind of interesting because that's around the time that the, that the mid-November early period will be. You know, that's a week-long deal. And so wouldn't it be, you know, interesting if they'd com- commit to Arkansas uh, and, then that, and then fans could go out and watch them as committed Razorbacks around that time. But, yeah, I think some decisions for these 23 guys. Ron Holland, by the way, the five-star that visited back in June, mm-hmm. he's taken on his four official visits to his final four schools. You know, it was UCLA, then Arkansas, then Kentucky, and then more recently Texas. He's still looking at G League Ignite, but, you know, he's a guy that today Arkansas was back out, out to his school. Uh, Duncanville head coach, uh, Coach Peavy, told me that the Hogs, in fact, were out today to see him again. That's at least three times in the last couple of weeks since that September 9th day when the recruiting period started. Uh, but then you've got, you know, Arkansas coaches, like we talked about these campus visits. I just mentioned Holland and getting on the road. It's been a lot of time in Dallas-Fort Worth, a lot of time in Texas. Last Wednesday in Arkansas, Central Arkansas, man, they hit three practices starting early. Little Rock Park, to see Dallas Thomas. Little Rock Central, midday to see K. Hunter Boateng, who, by the way, guys, I think, 
keep an eye on his uh, on his stock rising because I've gotten to see him multiple times in different scenarios lately with workouts and practice. I really think he might be knocking on the door of that five-star status. He, I, I think he's going to maybe jump up there at some point. Uh, but a lot of players that Arkansas has been on, and we never want to leave out the intake of. All right, Kevin, hang on. We've got one more segment with you. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Cupid's Lingerie presents Match Game on 103.7 The Buzz. Listen to Morning Mayhem for your chance to play their version of the classic TV game show. At Edwards Food Giant, they're always looking for ways to help you save money. That's why they have the Edwards Rewards Program. You can earn five points for every dollar you spend, and you can turn around and use those points on free items or for lock and lock storage containers for your pantry. If you're looking to save money, download their app and clip digital coupons to really rack up the discounts. There's always plenty of ways to save at Edwards Food Giant. Download the Edwards Food Giant app today and start saving. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store right here in Sherwood. Well, I've got some exciting news. Folks, I have just marked down a lot of stock that I want you to listen to these prices. We have Bighorn Crew Cab Ram 4x4 trucks that I have marked $6,000 off of the MSRP, and that's the factory MSRP. To repeat that, $6,000 off of Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 Eco Diesel trucks. Folks, these trucks get 28 miles a gallon, and we have lots of the other trucks to choose from also. We have $5,000 discount on many Gladiators. Folks, we have three Dodge Chrysler Jeep stores, one in Jonesboro, one in Joplin. So we have over 400 units to pick from. Therefore, you can pick out the right color you want. You can pick out the inside. We have lots to choose from. Your trade will never be worth more. Please come see us at Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood. We look forward to treating you with great respect. This is Pat Bradley, and for several years you've heard me talk about Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Have you ever wondered what the plus means? The plus is service. It means they're going to go that extra mile. They have knowledgeable, friendly, and helpful staff who know their products and their customers. Whit Davis knows the customer is what keeps their doors open and their trucks rolling. If you're looking for a material supplier or a hardware store, you can't go wrong shopping at their Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, or Greenbrier locations. And remember, Whit Davis Lumber Plus is more than just a lumber yard. This is Sterling from Center Ridge with the truth. The Arkansas Razorbacks was outplayed and outcoached by the Missouri State Bears Saturday night. And for the first 20 minutes, the Hawks turned the ball over, got costly penalties, dropped passes, and were tackling the Bears like they just returned from a COVID convention. And the thoughts of the Citadel was dancing in my head with the score being 17-0. to Then the Razorbacks woke up and for the next 40 minutes outscored the Bears 38-10. And the only harm that was done was to my wallet. Now it's on to Arlington to take on the Aggies. The Aggies open up as a six-and-a-half point favorite. And before I could say, give me the Hogs, Chuck, the Sharks bet it down to two-and-a-half. Double down on the Hogs right now because they could be favored by the end of the week. And that's the truth. The truth is, Double B's have the best deals and bargains, like Rockstar Amp for $1.75 and Two Little Crush for only $1.29. It's where you can guess it. Grab it and go. It's Double B's. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports. 
here on the Buzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, joined again by Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Uh, Kevin, we were talking about uh, making decisions, and on this class of 2023, I don't know if you've seen the story, but there is ongoing negotiations between the NBA and the NBA Players Association to return it back to where uh, you can be 18 years old and be uh, drafted right up, right back out of high school. Yeah, but, you know, we'll see how much steam that really picks up. I mean, anytime they're talking about it, you, you got to figure there's smoke, so maybe there's fire. Uh, but, you know, I mean, there's been talk about that for a while, and, and if that happens, you know, it probably obviously impacts that class of 2024, what I would think would be the first one, really. Yes, uh-huh. that's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that would probably impact if, if it does. Um, but, but we'll keep an eye on that. But, yeah, I'm seeing that too, Randy. I just, you know, uh, I've got a few contacts, uh, NBA contacts, and, and they're just kind of telling me they're they're in a sit-and-see situation with it too because they're not sure that it's, that it's something that's going to happen this time. But maybe it does. If it does, do you just recruit four stars and forget the five stars? I think you still go after five stars because not everybody's ready for the NBA. And um, I don't know, you know, now you've got usually around 25 players that are going to be ranked a five-star in any given class, sometimes a few more. And and some of those guys don't even pick up first-round projections as one and does. So then it comes down to, well, do they just look at it as, let's just go ahead and, and, and get into some form of professional basketball, and that's a better training ground than going to college for a year. I think a lot of players are going to still choose to go to college, but certainly if, if they don't, if they do away with one and done and go back to the high school straight from high school, you will see an increase of, of younger players coming out. It's just bound to happen because they've given the green light. So, it's kind of, it'd be, it'd be but like I still baseball. think you recruit the five stars, Rick. Sure. It'd be like baseball. If you, if you're, if you can sign a guy that's the, one of the top 10 prospects in the draft, you still sign them. You just know you might lose them. Same thing in basketball. Yeah. You sign the guy in November, but you better over-recruit knowing you could lose him. Well, that happened with Al Jefferson. You remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. So it, it was so interesting because there was always a rule where players could go straight from high school. The floodgates really started opening with Kevin Garnett when he went back to that 95 draft. Um, and that was the year that, that Corliss came out early. Corliss and Scotty did. Of course, Corliss went 13th. He was at the back end of the lottery at that time. That was the last lottery pick. Uh, and Kevin Garnett, it was just really from that point forward for a while until they put in the one-and-done rule, you saw a lot of high – more and more, more than ever, each draft class. And then it got to the point where there were so many that weren't getting drafted and then there was a lot of those, you know, not happy endings, and I think, the NBA wasn't pleased with how some of it worked out, and you know that's why you had the rule. So we'll see where this goes. Ron Holland, you mentioned him a moment ago. Is is he a pro? Kind of like uh, what I'm trying to say is Nick Smith Jr. It, we think Nick Smith Jr. is going to be a program changer. Is Ron Holland a potential program changer in your opinion, Kevin? He could be not in the same way as Nick because Nick is a is an a 
he's he's such a special offensive talent, and so you, there's not very many scenarios without him, unless it's injury, where you're not going to plug him in with all the things he can do. He can definitely, you know, change the outlook for a program. Ron Holland, I think, might be different. I think his versatility at six eight to to play the wing, to defend multiple positions. I, so I think, in a sense, he could be, but but not in the same way. Uh, and you know, he's a top ten guy. Anytime you're top ten, you, most of those guys are projected to be one and dones. And you know, he he would certainly be projected as that uh, in, a, in a high level draft pick. So I you know I do think he could could be that. I think Anthony Black brings some of those qualities because of his size and ability as a as a big lead guard. Um, you know, so it's so interesting that he and Nick are together because you know both of them are, are going to need to be playing on the ball a lot, and they're going to be on the court together a lot. So Musman's got his hands full in a sense, determining how and when and what matchups make sense to have Nick on the ball, what personnel groups are around them. So they're, you know, uh, you know, it's a good problem to have, but a guy like Ron Holland you know, helps you continue down that path of having true difference makers because, you know, I mean, look, you look at Nick Smith, he's already projected that we've talked about Blue Ribbon annual yearbook. They projected him as the national newcomer of the year. Right. Uh, someone's got to get picked for that, you know. And uh, So these are guys coming in from high school side unseen in terms of playing at this level already with projections of being All-Americans and other things. First, you know, lottery picks and things like that. And, you know, for Arkansas, they haven't had that kind of, you know, uh, prestige with players coming coming right in. We knew Moses Moody was projected as a one-and-done, uh, and, and that worked out that way to be the first in school history. But I don't think, I don't, I don't think the, the the attention he was getting before he'd ever played a game was quite like what we're seeing now. In fact, I know it wasn't. What we're seeing now with guys like Nick and Anthony Black and a guy like Ron Holland will command that kind of attention as well. I'm kind of circling back to what the question that I asked you earlier, and that is the timeline on some yeah. of these guys on making the decision. I mean, do you see, again, like a Ron Holland and uh, Bayfall and, I mean, you can go, Costello, you can go down the list. I mean, do you see these guys making decisions? Uh, before the national or the early national signing date. Well, for Castillo, he's a class of 2024. Okay. So I, I, I don't, I don't think with him, unless he just decides he's in love with a particular school, school and wants to get out of the way with these 2023 guys. Yes, I do. Yeah, I think Fall and, and Dioff would be two prime examples of guys who I think will come off the board, even if it's. You know, let's say that they they end up at Arkansas. I don't know that they'll commit on the weekend that they're visiting, if that's the case. Uh, but the it's it's not far from that mid-November period, and I do think they'll they'll make a decision early. If they don't, that means that some something didn't quite fall into place with any of the schools that they're down to. Uh, you know, look at the Colorado uh, Buffaloes as the home state school. I think no one's really talking about them, and I'm going to guess any five-star in your state and another high-level guy who's basically a package deal in effect. I think they're going to really be trying to stay in there and figure out a way to get those guys. So you just never know what kind of upset might come around in recruiting. Uh, for Arkansas, I felt like they're in the driver's seat with those two. As far as Ron Holland, we know who his final four are. We know he's taking those visits. We don't know if he wants to drag it out past the early period. It seems a bit, uh, you know, to me, would the G League Ignite be something he want to maybe hang around on? 
But if you sign with a school early and you wanted to go to pro route, I guess you could still do that later mm-hmm. and never enroll in school. So I'm not sure he won't just get this out of the way. You know, Arkansas's been in on other guys. Wesley Yates is a 6'4 guard out of Beaumont, Texas, class 2023. He's going to sign early, his family's told me. He just visited Texas. He's just been to LSU recently. Auburn's in the mix. Uh, you know, a couple of West Coast schools, but he, they keep telling me they want to take an official visit to Arkansas in sometime in October. Well, Arkansas is going to be on the road unless they get there October 1st, that yeah. same weekend. So we'll see if anything develops there. Uh, Zayden High, the, the, we talked so much about him. He's out of Texas, Spring Branch. He's now playing at Arizona Compass Prep in Chandler, Arizona. Top 54-star guy, 6'9". Guy reminds me a lot the way he plays with Jalen Williams. Uh, but Arkansas was just into checking out him over the weekend. Musselman in person uh, went and did an in-home. So, you know, maybe he's still in play, class of 2023. But, yeah, I think most of these guys and these names we mentioned for 2023, Randy, I think most of them, uh, especially the ones Arkansas pursuing, are going to have a decision made if not go ahead and get the signing done early. What about a guy like Dallas Thomas? Same song? What? Well, again, 2024, I don't know. You know, ah, he's got visits coming. Okay. Yeah, he and Kay Honor Boatanger, 2024, Castillo, the other young man who was there this weekend, Jalen Shelley, who, whose brother, by the way, what a game he had, especially that first half, uh, and, and uh, the, the quarterback. But, yeah, he, he's another 2024. But, you know, all three of those players, Castillo being a five-star, but all three were top 35 in the country. If you look now, guys, Arkansas really is just kind of picking and choosing in terms of getting guys on campus. It seems like five-stars are just parading in and out lately. What a great problem to have. All right, Kevin, we will talk with you next week. That is Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Drive Time Sports, hour number three, straight ahead. Woo Pig Suey, your official home for the Razorbacks. KABZ Little Rock, 1037 The Buzz. Guys, there's a lot of people talking.